0: Welcome to Autism Elements Podcast. My name is Natalia. I am a full-time special education curriculum program specialist and consultant. I want to share my experiences in special education from working in the sixth largest district in the United States, from being a social worker to classroom assistant to teacher and now working at the district level. I want to give you strategies and best practices to create successful environments for individuals with disabilities. So if you're looking for actionable steps, inspiration, and are ready to create an impact, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome back to another podcast episode. This is Natalia here and today I wanted to give you some topics and some tips and tricks about your first week of school. So I must say that I know that in our heads we go through these Planning, we think that this is how things are gonna run, and most likely things are not going exactly as you plan them. so I'm gonna start by saying it's okay. I want you guys to just take it one day at a time, and you know we're just gonna kind of keep going at it and just keep putting your hundred and ten effort in, and things will get better but there's a couple of things I did want to bring up for you guys, just so you can make sure that you cover and just some some good things for you to put in practice, basically. So the first thing is, as you created your class schedule, you're going to pair some of these students together. And you're going to start kind of assessing them. You're going to observe them. You're going to just try to see what they like. Do they get along? Is this pairing working in your classroom? So make sure that those pairs, you know, it could be a pair or it could be even a group of three. Make sure that they're all rotating together and see if that works out for you. That might be a good, easy way to run your, your schedule and just basically rotate that group into the next center, for example. Now, another thing I wanted to tell you guys is that you want to make sure that from the first day, first first day, first week, you begin your visual schedules and you set your routines from day one. You want to make sure your students are understanding what is expected of them. Having a schedule alone in your classroom is just going to help your student reduce their anxiety, know exactly what's coming next. And it's going to be able to help them predict their day. A lot of times their students with autism struggle because they are scared of the unknown. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty much the same way. I mean, how would you feel if you had to go on a trip, right? And you don't know at what time you have to check into your hotel. You don't know at what time your airplane is leaving, so you don't know when to make it to the airport. I mean, you don't know when you're going to be arriving at a place. You don't know the expectation, and then you're heading to a conference wherever you travel to, right? And then you don't even know what that they'll, you know will entail. It's the same feeling our students will go through their day. So having somewhat of an order and structure, not only is it going to benefit you guys and the adults in the class to redirect the students, but it's also going to help your students kind of know what's next and be able to redirect them as needed by having that in place. So yes, it is important and it is super, super beneficial to make sure that the schedules are set and that you're also establishing your routines. So if you have listened to some of my previous podcasts, one of the things I discussed was make sure that you have everything ready to go. And in your first week, yes, you're going to have students transition into your teacher time, but maybe you're not necessarily there. Maybe you're having them do some easy you know, activities because I want you to teach your students the expectations of all your centers within your class. Now this is in your first week, okay guys? I'm not saying this is gonna happen the rest of the year. You should be definitely sitting and giving direct instruction. But for the first week, keep it a little bit easy, which leads me perfectly into the next topic that I wanted to cover. Remember, guys, we're not going to start from the beginning, day one, first week, demanding incredible demands, okay? I want you guys to have in mind to put low demands on the kids, low expectations, and easy things, okay? And as the days go by, then you're going to start increasing the demand, okay? Then you're going to start challenging your students a little more, right? As you're kind of like informally assessing them and getting to know them. And this is all perfect because you're, you're using this week to assess your students. You're using this week to be able to get to know your students, build a report with them, create some easy, fun activities, simple activities. So in all your centers, you should definitely have something going on. But again, it does not have to be super complicated things. You just wanna keep enough things to keep them going, to keep the centers you know, going, to teach the expectations of the centers, but at the same time, it's not so demanding that you're completely you know, teaching a brand new skill for them. When you do this, do some you know, fun interest. If you know your students' interests, make sure that you apply it within your centers. Make it fun, make it engaging, you know, make it sensory, art, music, games, all these things are gonna help you kinda get to know the kids, the kids are gonna get to know you, and you're gonna start basically assessing how they work. So use it to your advantage. Okay, so again, make sure that these are some of the things that you are going to have in place for the first week. Now, I'm gonna talk to you, even though this is the first week, I wanted to just touch base on some things that I'm hoping you already did. So again, if you did not have a meet and greet, I hope you had some time to contact your parents in advance to create almost like a you know a social story to kind of get to know them, maybe send some pictures of yourself so they can know who you are gonna be, what your classroom is gonna be like, so if your classroom was ready and you can take a picture of it. Awesome, include it in a social story. And this is gonna help the students kind of have you know an idea of what they're walking into. Another thing I wanna remind you guys is, if again, you didn't have your meet and greet and you had to contact your parents, ask them basic information about their kid. What is their favorite cartoons? Kind of get to know them. So again, communicate with the parents to figure out what are some triggers? What are some reinforcers that work for the child? So the moment that student walks into your classroom, you can use this to your advantage, okay? And for the staff that are gonna be working with your students, make sure you do have a conversation with them. Make sure that they know ahead of time some of the things that you're gonna be implementing in your class. You want your staff to feel as ready and competent to address what you're planning and provide the lessons you're planning and be a great support, but it's hard to do that if they don't know what you're gonna be doing, right? So that was one of the things that I learned the most is to communicate with my staff and even my other support staff. So again, related service providers. I used to consult and collaborate all the time. And if you're working with paraprofessionals, Make sure you let them know about the students. Give them like a quick rundown. Maybe provide an IEP or their you know educational plan of the student, so they could get to know and read the the services and the goals and just the you know the present levels of performance for that child. You want to share information about the student, okay? So these are things that I have learned that you definitely want to do. And another thing is that I want you guys to remember that we should have a quiet area or a calm down corner for the students. You know and let's be honest with you change is change and change is incredibly difficult for our students with autism but we need to understand that you know it may be overwhelming for them it is a change you know especially with covid i mean some of them have been home some of them have not been able to you know apply all these things so i want you guys to just make sure that you are having a moment or a corner in your classroom that students can come recollect themselves, put themselves back together, calm down, and then be able to reintegrate themselves into your centers. Again, have some sensory things, have some calm down strategies, some visuals, some fidgets, anything to kind of help them regroup and then go back. Now, it doesn't mean that we're gonna call this a timeout, Again, I want you guys to start changing your mindset. I want you guys to think of it as a calm down area, you know, just kind of a place where you can kind of regroup yourself, put yourself back together, and then again, go back to the center. So make sure you have this because it will come handy and you'll thank me later. Then the last thing I must tell you is, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid that if you spend hours and hours planning, I'm just going to put it out there. Don't be afraid to say, you know what? I have to stop this plan that I spend so much time in. It's currently not working. I'm going to have to put it on the back burner and just let it go. That's right. I said it. You're gonna let it go. You know, if things are not working out, you can just wrap all the things up and then just try to move on. Because sometimes the way we plan things in our head don't quite work out in action. And I've had this happen to me a couple times. And you know, maybe I had to go back home that night and say, okay, I was trying to do this particular activity but it didn't work out. So what do I need to do differently to make this activity work with my students? Sometimes we think that it's the kids, you know, but I just feel like sometimes as teachers, we forget that we're truly not meeting our students' needs. So maybe it wasn't, you know, differentiated for all of our students. Maybe it was too hard for some of them. We were trying to make all of them do the same thing. Maybe some of them needed materials, you know, pre-made ahead of time, while others can do it from scratch and follow directions with visuals. Maybe some kids needed actual visual, you know, broken down like a sentence with the actual visuals to follow along. It may vary per your students. So keep in mind that if the lesson plan that you created and then you spent a lot of time, I'm sorry to say, It's okay, but you might just have to throw it out, let it go, and move on. And it's okay, so don't be afraid if that's what happens. I don't want you to feel discouraged. You're just gonna take it as a learning moment and say, what can I do differently to make this activity work? So you may be able to use it maybe in a week or maybe tomorrow, but you might just have to retweak some of the things that you did to prepare for this lesson. And the last most important thing that I have to tell you for your first week You may have set expectations incredibly high, and maybe your day did not turn out at all how you expected, or even your whole week. But I want to just remind you guys that tomorrow is a brand new day, and if you have listened to my podcast, you have probably heard me say this before. To me, every day is a brand new day. What happened yesterday is yesterday's problem. We start fresh from the very beginning every single day. Because I want you guys to just keep in mind that things are not always going to work out. Some days are going to be really stressful. Some days you're just going to have to toss things out the door. Except for strategies. Do not, I mean my routines, I want you guys to keep those schedules running. And I want you guys to keep going at it. Some things just take a long time to get better. And I there's this famous saying that says, it gets worse before it gets better. And it could not better describe our self-contained classes as a teacher in that cluster class for many many years i must tell you when i thought i remember i had one group that took literally nine weeks to learn routines and by the way these were not first-time kiddos they were not kindergarten they have been in school before unfortunately they just did not have the you know the the right structure needed in their kindergarten year and so when i got them and i introduced all these structures and these routines and expectations They were literally having meltdowns because they were like, who are you to tell me what to do now? I never did it this way. And I was expecting and challenging my students a lot. So it did take me nine weeks just to get through these kids. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I literally felt like quitting every single day. As a matter of fact, I remember having a conversation with my para where I went to her and I said, oh, my God, I feel like I'm in a jungle. I just don't understand. I keep doing the same routine every single day and it's been five weeks and my kids still don't get it. Like, you know, I just want to give up. And my coworkers, they just said, keep on going. So that's what I'm going to ask you guys. Even though you feel like those schedules don't make a difference, yes, they do. Even if you feel like those routines are not going to get in place, yes, they will. You got to keep on going. And you got to remember tomorrow's a brand new day. So if you need to go home and drink your adult juice, or you need to listen to your music or you need to work out or do your yoga, whatever it is that you do to calm yourself down, do it and come back fresh the next day. I promise you these kids, they don't wanna do these things, they wanna learn, they want to make you happy. I promise you, even though it doesn't seem like it, they really do. And I promise you that when you see them smile and you see the changes you're doing for their lives, you are making a world life difference. Okay, you're literally impacting these kids' life for the future. So I want you guys to just remember yourself, no matter how hard it gets during that first week, you're going to relax, you're going to enjoy it, and you're going to remember tomorrow's a brand new day, and you're gonna keep on going. So I hope that some of these things that I just reviewed today kind of put something into perspective I hope that you are able to apply this in your class and remember, keep listening to us. We're gonna be here to support you. If you have no one else, you have us and we are a family, we are a team. So I hope that you have a wonderful school year and keep on listening to future podcasts for more information and more tips. Thank you guys and have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with our most recent content. I would love to hear your feedback and comments. Feel free to post questions and thoughts. See you on the next podcast.